happy, please? Welcome. Welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Tabitha. Over the better part of a decade, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member and now longtime annual pass holders, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. From Disney bounding to pin trading, exclusive items and all the food, we've fully immersed ourselves in the culture that Walt built. We've done it all and have made some great friends and memories over the years. We'll be sitting down with friends and other Disney junkies to share our stories and advice. We'll be your one-stop shop for Disneyland history and trivia and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks. Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disneyland journey with you. This, this is, is Magic, magic on, on Main Street. Street. And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hey everyone, welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Tabitha. And we are so excited because today we are recording episode number one. Numero Number one. I'm so excited. This is so exciting because, well, first, thanks for joining us. But I'm so excited because today, in one day, this thing has been moving quick. In one day, we received... New equipment, mm-hmm. so you can hear our beautiful voices. Welcome. Welcome. Also, we got a first draft of our logo, which you're going to actually see when you're listening to this podcast, yeah. because it will be finally done, and that will be presented by our good friend, Gabriel Barletta. Gab, 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 Gab. gab. He uh, can be found on... The Instagrams at El Grey Ghost or yeah, El Grey Ghost. I guess that's it. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Maybe that's not it. Maybe it's his full name. Do we put him on blast like that? Yeah. Why not? At Gabriel Barletta. It's actually just at Gabe Barletta. Oh, shoot. At Gabe Barletta. Oh, shameless plug. What's... um. What's him in, in Brooks? Name? Oh, Cutie Cake. Cutie Cake. The cutest. Yeah, I think it's Cutie Cake at, Shop. At Cutie Cake Shop. They have really cute stuff. Yeah. So Gabe Barletta is the designer of our wonderful album cover. The little castle in there. Uh, some nostalgic the font. Foods. But if you look around in the back, you're going to find foods and all kinds of Disneyland coolness. My favorite. Um, and then also in the same day. What else did we get just now? Our little song. Our freaking theme song. Our little we have song. a theme song. Nope, it's not that one. That one's no, trademarked. That's, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. I'm not loving it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we got gear to record this amazing podcast. We got a logo. We got theme music. And been a lot today. I'm setting us up on a Patreon. What? I know. We're going to be. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> oh, no. The rap <laughs> one. here. That's one. Remember, if you listen to our, our promo episode, we only get three per episode. Oh, I forgot. Or was it two? It. No, it's three because I can't, don't cap me at two because I right. already used one. <laughs> yeah, so it's three. We get you get one more. Um, <gasps> no, I only used one. I get two more. Well, I get one. Oh, uh, yeah, if yeah, I get to it first. So. Yeah, also so many great things happening, but um, we have a lot to talk about. 
so much. Since this is episode number one, um, we've got lots of information to share because we don't know what you know. So much is happening. So much has happened. Oh, but wait. We got so excited about starting. But wait, there's more. <laughs> it's like an infomercial. Uh, we got so excited about starting episode one. We didn't introduce the rest of the folks in the room. <gasps> Friends well, and family. They're family, really. So we've got the cute kid. She's also a little bit who's sick right very now. sick right now. She's a little sniffly. The cute kid, Kenzie Lee. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so sad. That's the sniffle nose. And we've got the man, the myth, the legend, the colonel, the colonel. Daniel Proc. Dino Proc 95 on oh, Instagram. Oh, I almost gave up a rap horn for him. Oh, Ooh. you almost lost it. I held it in. Dino Proc 95 on Instagram. He is so awesome. Uh, he's he actually, proc. we're calling him our sound engineer and our producer. Um, he was able to figure out all of our sound issues. He's the one that's doing all the editing, putting in all the sound child. effects like this one. That one. Um yeah, he's a great friend and he's really been a great help. So give it up to him. Um, claps right there. Claps, claps. We love it. Yay. Yeah. So should we get down to it? Let's get to popping. Or let's get down to business. <gasps> to tell everyone the, the news. news. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe we need to write a jingle. That was Yikes. terrible. I apologize for that. That's not a great I way don't. to start our show off. We sounded great. We sounded great. Okay. So, coming up very quickly, if you haven't seen it already, no spoilers here, because I don't want to know anything about this except for what I already know, Rise of the Resistance is opening January 17th. That's like... That's not... That's, that's less, less than, than a month, month away. January 17th. So it already opened up in Walt Disney World. Did you watch I have avoided everything at all. I wouldn't even watch the part on the Imagineering story where they were talking about it. I couldn't handle it. I No, We are huge fans of the Imagineering story. It's a great, great show on Disney+. Disney Plus. Plus. Um, You said that like we get sponsored by them. I'm hoping one day. A boy can dream. So yeah, so (laughs) we turned it off because we don't want any spoilers. I posted the... um, the ceremony, the opening day ceremony. I didn't even watch my, that on my Instagram um, at the Mad Hatter with two D's and an underscore. Oh, my gosh. Shameless plug. Um, yeah. So I posted that on my on an Instagram story or whatever it was. Oh, IGTV. Mm. And that was pretty cool. Uh, I will explain it in detail in case you haven't seen it. No, not in detail, I but I will, I I'll just give you some notes, just some, some overview notes. Uh, they had a cool little X-Wing display where it was like they were flying over and there was chatter going back and forth. And, um, you know, they had, they had a big, a big to do there. I won't give any more of it away. If you want to see it, go check it out on my Instagram story. No Instagram IGTV. Um, it was a fun little ceremony. I won't give anything away. We're not about spoilers here, but we will tell you really cool stuff. Um, So Disney is calling this a massive attraction with multiple ride systems. That excites me. I'm so excited. Because I know that with, um, and we just saw something about this on the Imagineering story, something with like um, Radiator Springs Racers. 
Oh, you know, yeah. That seems like it's all these different like ride systems, but it's really just, I mean, it's still on a track. Yeah. Like, it's just a normal track. Apparently, this is going to have all kinds of crazy ride systems, and I'm really excited about it because, uh, again, I might sound ignorant because I haven't looked at any of the spoilers. I'm wondering if they're using those same like uh, magnetic tracks that they have in oh, Shanghai. With the- the, with the RFID? Uh, Mystic Manor. Yeah, with the R- RFID oh, on okay. the ground. I think it's magnets. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. So uh, I'm really excited to see how that goes. There's multiple pieces to it. Apparently, you meet up with General Leia Organa at a secret rendezvous point to start it all off. And oh, then cute. throughout the journey, you get to meet Ray, BB-8, Poe, and Finn. And then obviously, you're going to see some Kylo Ren, General Hux, and some First Order Stormtroopers. How exciting. I know, right? I'm really excited. It's it's going to be like really this is fun. just as much information as I want. I don't want to know anything more because I want my mind to be absolutely blown the second I step right. in there. But we will be sharing with our listeners uh, just some information about like when they're going to start queuing up and if there's anything to know about that. So stay tuned for that information. Yeah. Um, also, some more Star Wars stuff. Why don't you talk about the uh, this Galactic Star Cruiser thing? We found oh, out about. I'm so jealous that it's going in florida and which not here. disclaimer we're going to be focusing on disneyland but this uh, this kind of this stuff is too is cool to big. not talk about though so they are set to open in 2021 star wars galactic star cruiser it's supposed to be a luxury star wars hotel that will be shaped like a starship that's pretty cool that's gonna be so neat um rooms will fit up to four people with kids bunk beds as well as adult sized beds that they said are going to be modeled as bunkers that's that sounds like a blast. I don't know how that's gonna be, but it sounds. Well, I mean, cool. I want the bunk beds, but I'm. I don't uh, you're not. It. You're not gonna fit on a bunk bed. No. You're so tall. Um, they're also calling it like a, a Westworld. So anybody who watched that show, the HBO show Westworld, oh, yeah. a Westworld for Star Wars. Um, so there's gonna be droids that are who acting as that? the Orlando Sun. I think is. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> um. Droids acting as staff and different secret missions personalized for each guest. What? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It'll be so much fun. And it's not till 2021, though. Droids acting as staff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, and then, so I guess there, there's going to be like a, a main entryway into the park from that hotel that's going to be right in between the two rides in um, Galaxy's Edge. And um, they're going to have a different shuttle like transportation system that's going to make it look like you're coming from space. You know, that's the thing about Disney. And if, whether you're a long time goer or somebody that's only been once, like you always have to appreciate the amount of detail they put into everything so much. And I remember we were watching the Imagineering story and uh, I don't remember who said it, but he was saying, if you came off of a ride and said, Oh, that was a great like machine. Like that was a great ride. Like something, you know, something, a great mechanical thing then they failed at their jobs. Like they want you to believe that what's going on is magic. And that is something that I'm really excited about. Um, Especially if we do end up taking our trip when we do, Um, I would love to check this out and see kind of how that all comes together and how it continues the story. Because one thing that I love about galaxy's edge, which I'm sure most people do because this is how they designed it. But I really love how immersive it is and how, it doesn't feel like Disneyland. No, and and I don't think that's a necessary necessarily a bad thing. I've heard some people say that it was too disconnected, but I think that was the 
I mean, that's, that's the whole the point. point. It should feel it's different. It's not supposed it's to feel Wars. like Disneyland. Yeah. The only time I remember that we're actually in the park is when I see a plaid or if I see guest safety, right. like walking around. Right. Exactly. No, they do such a great job. So I'm really excited to see how this works out because if you, I mean, if you sh- show up and you go and stay in a bunker, you get private transport on a shuttle to this new planet. Like how amazing is that? I'm so jealous. Oh, to be a kid in this time. I stayed at the Disneyland hotel when I was like probably Kenzie's age, nine or 10. Okay. And even that like was the most magical thing I'd ever seen. Like walking through the pool area and seeing like everything Disney. I can't imagine an entire spaceship basically. That's a hotel that you're sleeping in. No. That has droids that are getting stuff for you. No. If you told me at, 11 years old. I mean, I'm 40 now. If you told so me, old. be quiet. If you told me at 11 years old, you're going to go, we're going to go stay in a hotel and then we're going to take a shuttle to a galaxy far, far away <laughs> to see Chewbacca and Kylo Ren, anybody from Star Wars. Cry. I'd tell you you're a liar to your face. <laughs> like, I, there's no way I wouldn't, there's no way I would believe you. The things that to be a kid right now is so amazing. But when you have the mind and heart of a child, it doesn't hurt either. So I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. I'm having fun with what we That's what I'm saying. I'm more excited for it for me than I am for our child. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You just, you mentioned, and you've told that story before. I've heard that story before where you went to the Disneyland hotel. I have never, as a 40 year old man, I have never stayed in a Disneyland hotel. Really? None, none of them. Isn't Even, that crazy? And you worked there too. And I worked there. Yeah. I never stayed at any of the hotels. Ours was like a fluke thing. Like my my mom drove up to the hotel. We were going out to Disneyland. Like she surprised us. She yeah. drove up to it, walked in and just asked if they had reservations that night. And they did. That's amazing. Which that's not possible now, I feel like. But I guess that shows it never hurts to ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. So we've recognized this. Well, maybe you didn't realize this, but yeah, I haven't stayed in a hotel. So I want to do a trip and I'm going to make it a big deal. And we're going to go to... Uh, the Grand Californian. We're going to act like we're, we're going to do. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to do it up. I want to get that special thing where you can go to the balcony and watch World of Color yeah. from there. We're going to do it up. And guess who's going to get be able to take part in it? Me. Everybody listening. Oh. And you. <laughs> and Kenzie. And we'll take Daniel with us. Daniel. He can record stuff he can while re- we're there, maybe, too. Oh, we can do a he podcast can, from the Grand Californian. Be, yes, he can be working. Yes, it'll absolutely. Will, it'll be a, a tax write-off. It'll be a tax write-off <laughs> for this free podcast that we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. So the Ga- uh, Galactic Star Cruiser, when's that coming? Uh, it doesn't have a set date yet. It just says 2021. Oh, okay. So we've got to, there's a wait for that. All yes. right. Um. Well, which I mean, it's really not that much of a wait. If you think about it, it's two weeks until 2020. I know. (sighs) Yeah, it's crazy. Speaking of 2020, that was a great segue Um, in the new year. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming up and there's a lot more than what I'm going to talk about right now. But this is a good list. So the Lunar New Year starts January 17th. That's coming up very quickly. So everybody start making your reservations. Yeah. So start making your reservations for uh, your Flex Pass if you have one. Um, and make sure you take part in this last year. Well, we didn't go last year. The, the times that we had gone, the lunar new year costumes on all the characters are mm-hmm. so cute. Oh my gosh. Minnie's, Minnie's little outfit is, adorable. is so cute. And you get to see Mulan. Mulan is never Mulan, out. And, and she's usually happens. in her like warrior in her warrior. Suit. Yeah. Let's so. see. 
let's see. I'm really excited. I really like the Lunar New Year stuff. Um, so there's going to be uh, a lot of cool events going on uh, during that time. That's going to be January 17th through February 9th. And we're going to do a big show. Uh, well, it's going to be a normal size show, but it's a big show every time we do it. Um, we're going to do a show on what's going on in the new year in more depth. So we'll talk more about Lunar New Year. Uh, very excited to announce people, citizens of Disneyland. Citizens. We have a new parade. Ah, it's it has been way too long since it's we've gotten coming. a new good parade. So February 28th, they've announced the date. They're going to be doing the Magic Happens Parade. I will be there at 8 a.m. and I will get my spot on <laughs> I, Main exactly. Street. Exactly. So um, have you seen the concept art? The concept art. So I actually put it on the <gasps> um, the it's Magic so on Main Pod uh, Instagram. Magic on Main Pod. Uh, I put up some of that stuff in our story. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I put up a post, I think. The concept art looks really cool. So it's, it's going to so be really beautiful. talking about like magic happening. So magic moments in movies. So in the concept art, I saw um, a float with Maui. Yes. And another one with uh, Moana. And Miguel. There's a Miguel one, which I love because Coco is just so cute. And then what was the other one? There, there was, was one with Anna and Elsa. Anna and Elsa. That's right. I reimagined Anna and Elsa float. They've had, they have a lot of floats. Mm-hmm. If you look back at all the the parades that Disneyland has had since Frozen opened, they've been on. Yeah, they're even in the Christmas one. Yeah, they that's because it's cold. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, that's pretty big for for newer characters. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, they were huge. I mean, I'm not surprised. Frozen. It's just have you seen the movie? You don't see a lot of repeats. Like how many Lion King floats have you seen? I don't want to talk about that. Well, I mean, I'm not talking on Lion King, but I mean, one. Yeah, it's just it's kind of neat to see that trend. But I've also never been to other parks. So, hey, is there Lion King at other parks at other Yeah, I parades? think at the Animal Kingdom. Please let me know. Um, Send us a DM. Say, hey, it's at this park. Yeah. I don't remember. I have no clue. I'm such a Disneyland person. I don't know anything else. Um, but yeah, so again, February 28th, that's going to be opening up. Um, and there... The the ideas they have behind it are just so amazing. So you're going to see uh, Frozen 2, um, Moana, some Coco action. And then they have a really neat, um, there was another one. And I don't think I shared this one actually on Instagram, but there was another one of um, Aurora. I didn't see that one. Yeah. And the three fairies. Oh, no, no, Phil. no. I did. I did. I did. Did yeah. I put, I don't remember if I put I don't that remember one. if you put anyway, that one Anyway, it's, it's, it's beautiful really pretty. and it looks amazing. And they said something in the blog when I was reading it and it was, uh, it said magic happens will remind us we don't need wings to fly, that shooting stars were made to wish upon and that magic doesn't stop at midnight. I love So that. cute, right? So we'll have, uh, as we get more info, you'll have more info. So stay tuned for that one. That's fun. I'm really excited to have a new parade. I am too. We stopped and watched the uh, Christmas parade yesterday, though. We did. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's it's always exciting. It's always Santa. exciting, even though it is the same each year. Like it's hopefully that we'll get a new Christmas parade. I Let's, want all the new things. I, I feel selfish right now, but every time we get something new, it's so exciting, and I just want to watch. Like when we had Paint the Night, all I wanted to do was watch Paint the Night. Oh, we would end up coming into the parks at like six o'clock just to watch just the to parade. Watch paint the night. We get a spot, watch paint the night. Uh, we got one of those paint brushes that lit up. 
That was they need more of that of stuff because parades. if we didn't say, I don't think I said the magic happens parade is going to be a daytime parade. Okay. Um, so yeah, paint the night was a blast though. I, I really missed that show. Maybe we'll get it back one day because that seems to happen a lot. Well, I heard that uh, a lot of the floats are getting kind of torn up. Oh yeah. Egads. Yeah. Well, that's what happened with, um, main street uh, electrical parade. They got torn uh, up? Well, yeah. I mean, everything that goes to Florida, because their weather is so harsh, and this, the salt water kind of messes with the floats. Mm. Interesting. That's a bummer. Yeah. Something they got to think about. Anyway, magic happens February 28th. I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, also February 28th, and I am so stinking excited. February 28th through April 21st. That's so long. It's so long. It's the DCA, Disney California Adventure park food and wine festival i just want to eat everything. I, I my stomach still hurts from yesterday it we'll does. talk about that in a minute uh but yeah the food and wine festival is coming back and you know it's always a hit uh when when it does come to town they've been using this tagline sip and savor which is fun uh <laughs> but yeah so february 28th through i didn't April savor tw- anything by the way no there was no savoring <laughs> it was just inhale and and go we didn't sip very much either we're gonna Let's, I don't want to give it away. Okay. Tangent. So, um, yeah, February 28th through April 21st, the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival 2020. Gosh, 2020. So they're so saying sweet. it's uh, foodie fun with a Disney twist. They're mm-hmm. going to have live entertainment uh, over at the Paradise Gardens Bandstand and at the Palisades stage. Ooh. Uh, lots of family friendly programming because, of course, it's Disney Jam and Chefs. Jam doing, and yeah. Chef. They're doing Junior Chef, Family Time with Daniela Malfitano. Ooh. I don't know who that is. Fancy. But let's find out. And craft stations throughout the festival. Uh, they're going to be doing culinary demonstrations, which I we have not seen this, but I've heard they're a lot of fun. I'm mm-hmm. excited to watch that. I haven't seen they're doing that only on Saturdays and Sundays, though. Keep in mind. But the rest of the Food and Wine Festival will go Sunday to Sunday. Through the week. Yeah. And then... Um, they're going to have a bunch of Disney and celebrity chefs there. Ooh. I know. I like celebrity I'm excited. Uh, but then on top of all the great food and wine, they're going to have beverage education and tasting seminars for wine, mixology, and beer. So I don't feel like such a newbie when I'm trying to talk about what the wine tastes exactly. like. Exactly. And, <laughs> and it's pretty hefty. These, these demonstrations are 45 minutes long. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they're saying that you're going to learn from all these industry experts, 45 minute beverage education and tasting seminars. Um, and then it, they do a guided tasting by the presenter. I'm a fan. Uh, so they're doing that with wine and mixology. Um, but then the, the beer portion of it, they're going to have uh, brewery experts doing a flight, a beer flight tasting. Oh, so that's stuff. a beer alley. Yeah. Not so, a big beer person. Lots of lots of good stuff at the 2020 Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. Exciting. Yeah. I'm always excited to eat. It doesn't matter what year, what season, where it's at. Give me good food. Yeah. Oh, and if uh, just a side note, if uh, if you were there last year, um, some of the returning favorites, uh, avocado time, chuck-a-doodle-moo. No, cluck a doodle moo. Chuck a doodle moo. So try that one more time. Avocado time. That's Kenzie's jam. That's for sure. Cluck a doodle moo. 
That's cute. (laughs) It's hard to say. And nuts about cheese. (gasps) Cheese and nuts. Uh Uh-huh. And of course, they're going to do the sip and savor pass, which we'll give you a little glimpse of what that means in just a moment, because we're talking. They're life changing. They are really, really helpful. Um, The way we did it, I think, was smart. Yeah. So the Food and Wine Festival talked about that. Um, Oh, some cool things that they're doing at Disneyland. Um, And they've got something DCA as well. But at Disneyland, they're doing Disneyland after dark special after hours ticketed events. Yes, so, that's that's something we need to make sure we emphasize. Yes. Ticketed, ticketed events. Not everybody's happy about this, but I get it. $109 per person. Yeah. And so they're doing 80s night on January 29th and then Sweethearts night on February 20 or I'm sorry, February 12th through 13th. Oh, cute. That's cute, right? For, for Valentine's Day. So again, ticketed, ticketed events. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have some more information on that in the next episode. So we're just trying to touch on a little bit of everything. We have a lot to talk about with food coming up here. Oh, yeah. All right. So also coming up in the new year, uh, Disneyland After Dark special after hours ticketed events. Emphasis on the ticketed ticketed. Yeah. So how much is it? One hundred and nine dollars per night. So if you plan on attending all four of the Disneyland After Dark events, they're going to have in twenty twenty. $109 $109 each time per person. Yes. Um, and yeah, so they've got 80s night on January 29th. And then on February 12th through 13th, right before Valentine's Day, they're going to do a sweetheart's night. That'll be really cute. Yeah. And so these events are open four hours after the park closes. That's late. That's late. Holy smokes. Because even. The ones that are going to be at California Adventure, that's until two in the morning. Yeah. So uh, DCA's got their own nights coming up and that's going to be Pixar night. And they're doing that on March 5th. And then on April 30th, they're going to do, and I'm so excited about this, a villains night. My favorite. Do you remember about how many years ago was that? Seven years years ago. ago, Six years ago. That fateful night, September 13th, that I sat on the five freeway for three hours. So it was a Friday the 13th (sighs) and they had a special witching hour. The park uh, was open one extra hour. Till 1 a.m. And then they had had all kinds of villains. It was amazing. Oh, and um, that was another time that the villains took over the princess hall. Yes. Because they were doing that during Mickey's Halloween yeah. party. And they did the they did that little dance party out in front of the train station. Yes. That was fun. I, so that I'm assuming this will be a lot like what that was. Probably. Yeah. So but I like that because all of these special events, and for those of you that are not huge Disney people yet, you will be. Um when you go to these special events, the best part about it is all the photo ops. I so think. many because you get to see characters that you never see. Um, who did we see at uh, the Oogie Boogie Bash that we don't normally see? We saw Phineas and Ferb, which they're normally not out no. anymore. The uh, Mad Hatter. We saw the Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter. I've that was I've never seen him out. I've never seen but, Oogie but, Boogie out and Oogie Boogie. But out. new Mad Hatter, not not animated. Yes, at yes, Mad yes, Hatter. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Tim Burton. Mad Tim Hatter. Burton. Mad Hatter. Um and. I've noticed lately the country bears have been out a lot. They've been out near Grizzly River Run. Grizzly River Run. 
<laughs> that was a hard word to say for a second. Yeah, that they've been out a lot. So I'm glad to see them out because, you know, they're that nostalgic Disney thing. It's, you know, they're not in Disneyland, but I think they're in a very appropriate area of DCA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our adorable little 16-year-old niece described them as the creepy bears. The creepy bears. Well, out. out of context. They are a little they weird are a little bit creepy. <laughs> um, you know, you got one of them playing a jug and there's no jug. His lips, His are, just, lips are just, just out there like a Kardashian. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, really excited about these Disneyland After Dark events. Um, so we'll have a lot more information on these coming soon. Um, just trying to get you through this year. Just get, want you to have a heads up. So <sighs> one of the reasons this, this, uh, this podcast came to life actually is because we are Disneyland people. We've been doing this for a long time, but there's still so many times where we're like, what's going on? What's happening when? So if we can give you a little bit of information without having to dive through 50 blogs and 12 websites, then here's your one stop shop Neato. guys. Uh, what else in 2020? 2020. Oh, uh, if you haven't seen yet, Anna and Elsa's new wardrobe. Oh, yeah. They're pretty new. They're dresses. very pretty, actually. And Elsa got her herded. <laughs> she did. <coughs> Last thing I'm going to just say, and I am not giving any bit of information until we have more to give. But something I'm very excited about and something that is really just teasing at us every time we walk through DCA. Oh. Avengers Campus is coming in 2020. I can't wait. I'm very I'm excited. So excited! I w- I saw some concept photos just recently. I think within like the last couple of days, I saw them. Yeah, it's gonna look so cool. Yeah, they've got a re- lot of really cool things. Um, and I didn't realize just how much land there was for them to build on between Guardians of the Galaxy and Cars Land. I, well, I think that's it's five of, acres of land just right there. Yeah, but I think that that's something that like what we talk about with what the Imagineers do. Um, they you feel like you're small in Bugs yeah. Land, right? Yeah. And so it feels like it's such a small area. Yeah. But it's huge. It's enormous. Yeah, it's gigantic. Oh, so in peace, Bugs Land. Oh, Flick. Aww. Oh, poor Flick. Heimlich. Heimlich. I miss the train. Candy corn. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I think that was just something that they did well because you really felt like you're in this small space. We'll see what they do to it. I'm stoked because they're doing. Well, let's not. Maybe we don't. Let's put a pin in it right there. Well, I will say this. It's definitely going to live up to the hype from what I'm Oh, reading. totally. Because they're, you know, they're calling it a training ground for Avengers recruits, which is really cool. They're going to have all kinds of crazy technology within everything they do there, attractions and, you know, the, the little show pieces. Um, it's, you're really going to like, feel like you're a superhero there. I am an Avenger. Um. And the really cool thing is, is this isn't a, a DCA thing. This isn't a Disney's California Adventure Park thing. They're opening this as a, at other parks. So it's oh. a Disney Parks experience. And so they're saying these new campuses are like the Avengers themselves because they're all really diverse. And um, 
but they've all teamed up, you know, for the same purpose, which is you know, to enter and chain us through the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be able to train uh, or experience training uh, at uh, in the worldwide engineering brigade. Um, there's a Spider-Man experience, uh, which is the first Disney ride to feature Spider-Man. Welcome home, Spidey. I know. So exciting. I'm so glad he's back. Um, but they're saying that this is going to be like an immersive training experience, which is really cool because it's putting you in the action. So I don't know how close it is to what they're doing with, uh, galaxy's edge where it's really immersive, but it seems like it's going to be pretty in depth. I'm excited. Yeah. So this is going to feature Spider-Man, Ant-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and of course, they've already got the uh, mission breakout Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Best so ride. It's so much fun. So we were watching the we're going to talk about the Imagineering story a lot, I think, in this podcast, not just this episode, just in general. They shared a lot of information that, you know, that people like really were curious about for a long time up until now. They didn't really talk about what happens backstage and behind the scenes and, you know, didn't want to take away from the magic. So Avengers campus is going to be really cool. In summation. In summation. Oh, I didn't even say though, the e-ticket attraction is going to take you on a Quinjet to Wakanda. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't need to know that. Oh, sorry. (sighs) Spoiler alert. I'm so excited. No, it's, it's going to be great. I'm really excited to see how they pull it together. Um, not sure how immersive it's going to be, but I'm sure it's going to give you, uh, a really good experience all around. Yeah, but that's opening in 2020. Well, I think it's time. You know what it's time for? It's time to get into it. It's time for our e-ticket attraction, the main event, this episode's topic, Festival of Holidays. Oh, man. Oh, man. Festival of Holidays was no joke. So, here's, here's the thing. I think I'm so, still a little bloated. Yeah, I'm I'm full. My stomach still hurts. It's killing me. So it's going on through January 6th. So if you have not gone in to DCA what and you, you still have the ability to, if your pass isn't blocked or uh, you still have a few more days or Get if you're just going in. in on a ticket, I mean, you might not be a pass holder. We don't have all pass holders here. Mm-mm. We are all inclusive. Oh, oh. I love that. Um, yeah. Festival of holidays. It's so great. There was so much food and not like, I know like the big part of this was food, but there was a lot of entertainment that we saw too. That was really cool. The entertainment, seeing the divas over by the um, Pacific wharf cafe right there was really cool. It was cool to see them in a different spot. The mariachi divas. I love them. Are always a magical event. They're so talented. They're very fun. And it's, you know, they change members out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So to be so on point like they are all the yeah. time, they're performers like they know what they're doing. If you haven't seen the Mariachi Divas yet, uh, check them out. Uh, yeah. At the um, at the wharf. They're over by Costina Cucamonga and they're doing their normal, great, amazing holiday classics. They're doing some great uh, music that's native to Mexico and South America. Mm-hmm. Uh, we walked up. Yesterday, as they were in the middle of the Grito, uh, they little, little friendly fanfare. competition. Yeah, going side to side, hearing everybody's best. Grito, Yours is pretty good, huh? Yours is pretty good. Mine is pretty good. And guess you what? You won in Mexico. I did win in Mexico. Mm-hmm. That's funny. 
When you we won a on bottle our, of tequila. I did. When we were staying at an all-inclusive resort. Yeah, that was a bummer. <laughs> I gave it away. Yeah. Which I think is illegal. Probably. Possibly. But yeah, uh, so the divas are great. Um, they have a really, I'm going to say charming parade. They're a little mini parade. It's called Mickey's Happy Holidays. And it's really just a chance for them to come out on the street, play a song. They've got With the toy drummers. They've got the holiday toy drummers. They do a little ditty. A little and ditty. they just dance around and it's fun. It's cute. They do it in little segments so everybody gets to see the little the little song and dance. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Um they've got the sound and they're celebrating Christmas and Kwanzaa. It's um it's an acapella style band and they're doing soulful, heartwarming holiday songs. They were playing as we were walking to our next food destination. We had no time for anything but food. We didn't have time to stop for <sighs> holiday not. music. It was a Sunday. Sundays we it usually was a drive-by. have yeah. Sundays we usually have a little bit shorter of a time frame because we've got to get back home. Yes. And ready for work. we had a lot of motivation to go yesterday. And it was a little bit later than we would have wanted to do if we had planned to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. But in all reality, this was concepted quite a while back, but we didn't really start planning it until like this week when we realized we need this content. is the time to do it. <laughs> no, but I mean, we decided finally, I decided finally, and I got lucky because I have a really cool co-host. <gasps> That's but, me. Yeah, but I, I decided I'm ready to do my own podcast. So let's do this and talk about our favorite thing. Our favorite thing, Disneyland and, and Kwanzaa, soulful, heartwarming holiday music. <laughs> Uh, oh, the other band that we saw when we were sitting at, um, what was that, Sonoma Terrace? Oh, yeah. Um, Mostly, Mostly kosher. Mostly kosher. They were fun. They were a lot of fun. Lots so, of Yiddish. A lot. It's uh, So they kind of um, introduced themselves as a klezmer band, but they bring in jazz, Latin, and rock into the music. And I have to say, it's one of the most unique bands I've ever heard in my life because you can really hear the deep uh, Jewish folk music mm-hmm. mixed in with like rock and jazz. And it was a lot of fun. And we heard them two different times, Twice. once with a male singer and once with a female singer. Yeah. And both Which times both were, were amazing. It was it's funny because uh if you're not aware, uh, Disneyland does this where they'll kind of theme their own bands. And um, sometimes you get lucky where you have two versions of, you know, great bands. Uh, they did that a lot with the Mad Tea Party band during the Mad Tea times. Oh, gosh. And you should have heard the fangirls when it oh, wasn't the hatter they wanted. And you had the two camps where it was who were uh, Nathan. Was it Nathan? Nathan. Nathan and... I don't remember. Who oh, man, I can't think of the other guy. But Nathan was the really, really popular one, mm-hmm. right? So, yes. Because he, he has an amazing voice. Shout oh, out. Nathan, I really hope you Nathan, listen to this. Nathan, please that would be, be listening awesome. to this. If you are, <laughs> go to our Instagram and just say hi, please, because we <laughs> loved you. He um, has a great voice. You have an amazing voice. If And if he's not listening, if one of you know him out there, tell I'm him. looking at you. I'm looking right <laughs> in your eyes. Tell him that we're talking about him because we loved Nathan. We were huge fans of Mad Tea Party back in the day. Got in our groove on. Yeah, we did. So the Mad Tea Party band and then like, well, then that's the other thing. They had um, multiple uh, white rabbit DJs. Mm -hmm. Lots of white rabbits. Well, and then a lot of the members of that band, you would also like see playing with like Thomasina too over in Tomorrowland. Yeah, so they kind of have this. 
And I don't have I don't have very much insight on how that An works. An 80s All-Stars. But I would, oh, the 80s All-Stars, yeah. I would love to hear from someone who was in these bands or think one of the White Rabbit of DJs. I might have to hit some of them up. Let's try to do that. Get some of them on the show because that was a really fun time. And I'm really interested to see how that worked on the behind the scenes kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but one person that I haven't stayed in touch with, um, but we have always like recognized each other in the parks. DJ Wendy Walker. She She's was great. another of the White Rabbit DJs. Mm-hmm. The best in my eyes. <laughs> I'm not dogging anybody else. Everybody was great, but I really liked DJ Wendy Walker. Um, and she she plays throughout the park all the time. Mm-hmm. I see her everywhere. If yeah. there's a special event, she's there. I haven't, I haven't seen her recently, but I know that she was in a lot of different Disneyland events. Yeah. Tangent. It was the first tangent of the first episode. <gasps> Yay! Yay <laughs> tangents. Anyway. So, yeah. So, they've got this mostly kosher band. I don't know how many different versions there are, but the two that we saw were amazing. They were great. Uh, so, yeah. Styles from klezmer and jazz to Latin and rock. Great stuff. Fat Cat Swinger. We oh, got the opportunity fun. to watch them as we had our beautiful um, river lit dinner at the... Um, where were we? Oh, that's right. At Lamplight Lounge. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We, we got um, to sit down by the water. It's funny because we've seen them twice, actually. We have? Yeah. And both times from behind them. Oh. So we sat at Lamplight Lounge and we listened yes. to them there, but they they had the music playing and it was kind of hard to it hear. Was, but I was trying to listen to both. Yeah. But it was, it was good. I heard I heard what I heard and it was good. Um, but when we went on, um, uh, what are they calling it now? I, I'm never going to get this name. Uh <laughs> what are they? the pixar power around around oh boy i i support pixar pier but that name is dreadful it's adorable the how pixar power around it works great fine um anyway uh we they were playing when we were up there screaming our faces yes, off because we don't like that ride it's Terrifying. We went on it because family was in town and one of our family members wanted to go on it. And we said, fine. But I think we said it exactly like that. Fine. Had a little bit of a heart attack. If you want to go. But we we'll survived. Go. We've survived. But Fat Cat Swingers was uh, potentially going to be singing us to our death. Yep. Yeah. They're great. Times. But yeah, Fat Cat Swinger and they're over um, out, in, out on the and they're out on the pier. You know who we did not see? Um. We did not see the suffragettes. No, not a once. Not one time. Just wrong place, wrong time. I guess a lot. Which is kind of a bummer. That's a, yeah. So if you guys did see the suffragettes, let us know how they were. Even better. If you're going to the parks anytime soon, we're going to be there this week. But if you happen to see them, snap snap a little little video and tag us on Instagram. Um, I would like to see it. I really want to see them. Well, maybe we can get out there on Wednesday. We're going to go on Wednesday. What day is this airing? It could be Wednesday Wednesday. right now. We could be there as we speak, people. You got, we're going to limit that one too. Use that one way too much. I love that one. It's exciting. Mm, It's a little muted. No, it's not. All right. What else? It's time. Oh, wait. The holiday toy drummers. We already talked about them. The Holiday Toy Drummers. They come out on their own, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They do their own little show. Uh, they uh, march to their own beat uh? while drumming up smiles wherever they go. 
I didn't make that up. I got that off of. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I, I was so proud of you. I know. That's a good one. I wish I had made that up. It sounds like something I'd write, though. Yeah. Cheesy. cheesy like that. I know. Um, okay. This is the granddaddy the of them all. The needy greedy. The food. Oh, the food. Okay. There was some that were so good. Oh, there were so many there that were, were so good. There were some that were... There were some that were meh. Or, but even like... Not the, even like meh, just... Fine. They were good. They were fine. But it wasn't something that I was like, oh my gosh, no, can I eat this every There were day? a few items I would go back for for seconds. However, we did it in a very different way. So... You still have the opportunity to do this up until January 6th at Disney California Adventure. They've got this thing called the Disney Festival of Holidays Sip and Saver Pass. This thing's a steal. It's $56 unless you're an annual pass holder. And for 56 bucks, you get a really cool little pass with a lanyard. If you're an AP, they have a special AP lanyard. However, they might be running out because when we went, they didn't have any at the one stand on uh, out in front of the waterfall. Yeah, you had to, I had go, to go to up the to, the, to the photo Elias. Yeah, and I had to get uh, my my AP lanyard up there. Mm-hmm. But we did get the buttons, and we got the special pass. Mm-hmm. So the pass will get you eight different food items, food items, and non alcoholic beverages. So the way this works, they've got little tabs on each pass. Every time you get a new item, you kind of break it off and give it to the cashier. Do not Do break it off not beforehand. Break it off beforehand. They won't honor it. I so. wanted to. So as soon as you're told, like, don't do this, your mind goes, do it. It was hard. And so. I wanted to snap off every one yeah. of those little things. So, again, you get eight. But <laughs> we did a pass each. <laughs> so it cost us right around one hundred and one bucks. And with we the, wonder with why the, our the discount. hurt. I'm still in pain. I'm not kidding. And this was yesterday. Uh, so you get, so we got 18 items. Sorry. Six. So we got 16 items. We got 16 items and um, we went for it all. We yeah. tried something at each one of the uh, little carts. Yeah, we hit every single one. Wait, how many? They have how many? They have, they have eight. eight, eight carts or uh, kiosks. They're calling them. Um so I love the way they put it on the website. It said, nosh your way through holiday favorites that celebrate traditions from around the globe. Nosh. I like that. That's I great. love the word nosh. It's a good word. I was really happy that they used something so something fun. Nosh Disney, really the quick. Disney writing team. So like the people that do their blogs and their social media, they do a good job. I'm in digital marketing. I'm in marketing. I know marketing. Something about marketing. Uh, I'm in. Kind yeah. So I'm in, in marketing and, and I know that. Sometimes appealing to a mass of people is hard and they do a great job. So good on you. Kudos, Disney marketing. Good on you, marketing team. Um, Yeah. So this is only at Disney California Adventure Park. And it's eight unique locations. So we've got Brews and Bites. What did we get at Brews and Bites? Chorizo queso fundito. And they put the fun in fundito. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was a good dad that joke. That was a dad, dad joke. joke. Um, we but, need a certain sound for dad jokes, like a wah wah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the chorizo queso fundito. This was honestly one of the best quesos I've ever had. It was really good. It was amazing. The chorizo was really good. The chorizo was like really well seasoned, very spicy. Um, Big, like pieces of chili, uh, chili peppers. Yeah. 
like I don't know, maybe like Serrano's or probably that's what it looked like. They're big, huge piece, and it was spicy. And they gave you a really decent amount delicious. of chips, which is where you where places usually go wrong when it comes to a queso plate. Yes, I always have so much queso left and zero chips. Yeah, so really if you do get it though, go heavy on your scoops because you're not going to run out. Mm-hmm. It's they give you a lot. Yeah. So we kind of did that as a an appetizer, and then when we got into a twist on tradition, is the name of it. Mm-hmm. We ended up with the Reuben tots. Now, here's the thing with the Reuben tots. They were good. They were good. I don't like sauerkraut. But neither of us like sauerkraut. Uh, I can do with the the Russian dressing. I can do with the, you know, obviously the ham or bacon. That sauerkraut, though. The sauerkraut. It's so aggressive. Yeah. I'm not. So, but it was. But all that being said, it was a good dish. I didn't try it. I'm going to be honest. Oh, you cheated. <laughs> because I hate sauerkraut so much. I just went, oh, yeah. And you, you never pushed it. Cheated. So I didn't try it. Oh, my I goodness. I hate sauerkraut. So let it be known. Tabitha did not complete I did the challenge. Not. Uh-uh, no, because I still had something from that kiosk. Mm. I had the beef wellington much to my chagrin. Dismay. So, okay. Let's put this out there, though. Tabitha is so picky. Tabitha is a very picky eater. It's bad. I'm not as picky. I'm, I'm tr- but I'm trying. You did try. You tried it all like a, like a child does. Tots. Except for the Reuben tots, obviously. <laughs> uh, but the beef Wellington was pretty good. So the problem I was having with the beef Wellington, and I'll talk about, we'll talk about the shepherd's pie uh, after this one. Uh, the beef Wellington was good. The meat was very tender. It was yes, buttery almost. Very. It was very good. Melted it was in your melty. mouth. Melty. The problem I know you had was the mushrooms. Oh, gosh, the mushrooms. So a lot of people can't get past that texture. It's just but, not. So traditionally, a beef Wellington has a layer of mushrooms on the bottom, and it's all kind of well-constructed to make sure that nothing gets soggy. It's layers. It's layers. With this, it was kind of uh, mixed into a gravy. And then just plopped and then into plopped the puff into pastry. A puff pastry. Exactly. <laughs> now, the, now, the problem I had was the puff pastry was very, very, very crispy. So it Very. wasn't even really a like a bread side. It was more. It, it was, was more it was of like a crouton. A crouton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, it, that I, it left a little bit to be desired, but I will give it high scores because the the beef in the beef Wellington was one of the best, like t- most tender pieces of meat I've ever had. And the doesn't it, it helps that the presentation is adorable oh it was cute so the puff pastry is a mickey head and it's just filled with meat and And mushrooms if you actually want to see all the items that we we got pictures we put them them. all on our instagram um at magic on main pod on instagram i always want to say dot com dot com like no even when i'm telling someone my instagram handle i'm like oh yeah it's tabs 07 no just tabs 07 so, yeah, so uh, check out the pictures of the Beef Wellington. It's adorable, if anything. Tender so meat. Same as the shepherd's pie. Shepherd's, the shepherd's pie. pie is really, okay. really cute, too. So I really did like the shepherd's pie. Well, okay, hang on. First, where did we get that from? The shepherd's pie comes from from uh, Grandma's Recipes. Shepherd's pie and Navidad punch. And Navidad punch. So the shepherd's pie. It's just so cute. You can say it. It was so cute, but it was so bland. So they put a, it's a deconstructed. So there's the, the taters on no, no. the bottom. It's an upside down shepherd's yes. pie. 
Uh, so everything's upside down. Um, taters the, on the bottom. Taters on the bottom. Some meat on peas top. And peas carrots. and carrots. Gravy. And then and they put little, a pastry on top. Yeah, a little puff pastry cut out of a Mickey. And a, Yeah, so it's super so cute So I think too. they took, honestly, I think they made that Mickey head and then they like pulled part of, the, of it out of it for the Beef Wellington and then reshaped that into a another Mickey to put I on top of the shepherd's I they did. Because waste not want yeah. not. Hello. I hope they did. Uh, but yeah, so I liked the shepherd's pie. What was your comment about it? It was good. It, I liked it. It was good. It was j- it. It needed salt. But let's, <laughs> let's be fair. So and I mentioned this yesterday. Sean's explanation. The, yeah. So shepherd's pie has been around for literally ever. And so <laughs> medieval pie. Shepherd's pie has had the same flavor since before medieval times. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the restaurant. It's, they have great seasoning on their food. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of medieval times, I always think of Cable Guy. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then uh, we, we didn't have forks in medieval times. No, they didn't have forks in medieval times, so we don't have forks in medieval times. <laughs> He's like, you have Pepsi? Look, man, I just work here. Or whatever she says. So, Look, I just serve the food. Um. Yeah, so the beef welling, or I'm sorry, no, no. So the shepherd's, shepherd's pie, pie was good. I liked it. I ate the whole thing. You did? Yeah. And uh, the Navidad punch. It was a limeade. And it, it was, was very tart. tart. Very, very, but it was very good. tart. It was, I liked like, it, it was like cranberry. I'm not big on like flavored juices, like, like lemonades and limeades and stuff like that. Like That's I don't jam. fare well at Sonic's happy hour. Yeah, but see, that's the those are my thing because I don't do soda. That's true. So, you do soda. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan, but it was good enough. Um, you know the problem I had with it, and it had nothing to do with the drink. The straw. I can't do the paper straws. They're so so gross. my word of advice to everybody: if you're listening, here's a tip. Bring reusable straws. Yes. So Disneyland is on a on the the same path as everybody else in, in California. They're on that paper straw They're life. On that paper straw or no straw life. So they serve you all your drinks in a lidless cup, or they give you a paper straw with a lid. So if you don't want to have the feeling of paper on your teeth, which <laughs> I hate, it hurts my teeth to think about it. Bring your own disposable or uh, reusable straws. Don't just grab handfuls of disposable straws somewhere else and bring them with you. No, they have You're, really cheap reusable straws on Amazon. They have be, a cute little carrying they case. They do. Don't be a part of the problem. We people. have four. Save the turtles. Save the turtles. Save the turtles. Anyway, um, what was next? Oh, favorite things. Favorite things. So this was something that was your favorite. <sighs> this was the jam. My favorite food that we had the entire day was the holiday stuffing mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, it was just so like the, there was crispiness and cheese, which I don't normally like the crispy oh, parts on. So, so when good. you uh, and if you're listening and, and can relate, I don't like when macaroni and cheese has the crunchy like breadcrumbs on top. I like it when it's like just when gooey. It's there, but I don't like it when it's like super crispy, like crunchy. Mm hmm. This one had but this crunch. one was good. And it, it was, was actually so really good. good. I think it was like a cornbread stuffing topping or something. Yeah, it was something and it was delicious. I didn't want to share it with you. 
uh, you actually grabbed the tray <laughs> and walked away. It was so good. Uh, yeah, no, I, that was it was really good. And we also what else? We, we, we got, got a dessert, dessert there, there too. The, we got the frozen s'mores chocolate milk. That's right, frozen themed. It um, was. It delicious. was. It was good. You don't like s'mores. I don't like. You s'mores. don't like marshmallows. I don't like the flavor of marshmallows. It was very, so very good. I don't do well this time of year. My complaint was the cup was rather small, and it was like a third whipped cream and two thirds drink. I could have done with just like a little dabble of whipped cream on top and the rest drink. I was missing drink. Yeah, I can see that. It I didn't seem it like there was much quick. in there. You, yeah, I barely even got a drink out of well, it. Well, because you said I don't like this. This is your jam, so I yeah. drank it. It was delicious. Yeah, I'm just. Kidding. I wish there was more. Just a good husband. You are. Um, moving on. <gasps> Holiday we- duets. Ooh, we yeah. did this one last actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and by we the time so we ate full. it, we were so full. <laughs> We were like, we took like two bites each and we're like, okay, we tried it. So it was so good. The seasoning on it was amazing. The rice with it was amazing. So it's, it's pork belly adobo with, uh, with garlic fried, garlic fried rice. And boy, was it garlic. Wow. Was it garlicky? And it had like little like chicharrones on top. Yeah. It was really, it was a good dish. And the, the pot, uh, the pork belly, not the pot belly. That's what I have right now because of all of the food we ate. I'm bursting out of my shirt. But the pork belly was so tender. It we didn't even need not a knife. even really. Te- I mean, tender. I don't even know is the right word. It literally melted. Yeah, we didn't need to use the knife. No. You opened it with the fork and got pieces off of it. Yeah, no, it was it was quite amazing, but that rice was very garlicky. It was very good. But I uh, I'm not even going to lie, I could have eaten probably a whole bowl of it. It was really good. Yeah, for sure. Um but it came very highly recommended by a Oh, we made two we friends. We made a couple friends. Um they they said They were you two have Filipino ladies. Yeah, they said we're Filipino and we say it's good and I said, "Well, if that's not a it was badge the of honor for approval. them, then I don't know what is. So, the, yeah, I, I highly recommend the pork belly adobo. Um, it's hearty. It's a hearty meal. Yes. It's a little they fatty. A lot of meat. Be, yeah. Don't, don't think you're. Pork belly. Yeah. I, that's what I was going to say. Don't think you're going to get like some like lean piece of meat. Like, well, it's fat. That's a good point because uh, I've been to restaurants and you get the, the pork belly and it's just thick bacon. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really. It's got that like marble layer on yeah, the top. Yeah. It's not really. <laughs> pork belly uh what else did we do we did uh at making spirits bright that's where we got our desserts oh we got our desserts there that's right so making spirits bright we got our desserts there yes and they were so good and they were cute well they were well the one was cute the other one kind of looked ugly so yeah so we got the hot cocoa macaron 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 it was so cute it was very cute it was precious it was very it was pretty authentic. And it was so rich. And the design of it was, it was so amazing. So yeah, it had a little campfire. It made out of uh marshmallows. Marshmallows and, and like a, a little um chocolate a molding chocolate. Yeah. It was really cute. Uh not so attractive or cute. But your but favorite. Highly delicious was the caramelized apple cake. Yeah, that and it had like a, a Greek yogurt yes. and a salted caramel on top. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. I love anything apple though. Yeah. You give me apple and I'm I'm happy. I'm the chocolate one. Yes. Which I like 
I'm, but I'm one of those. I like milk chocolate and you know just American. You chocolate. like chocolate with peanut butter. <laughs> oh, I love peanut butter. Um, but I love apple and the caramelized apple cake. It was good. It definitely was a lot more attractive to the palate than the eyes. It just looked like a puck. Yeah, it was a puck. And then when since it was warm when they put the sauces on it, they all just kind of like melted. They so there was just like a goo on yeah. top. Yeah, but it was but delicious. It was delicious it, highly recommended. If you're looking for just a, a dessert, I would say go straight to a very seasonal dessert. Making too. spirits bright. Very seasonal. Yeah. Next uh, one. Where was that? Mary. Or which one? Where'd where, we go? We went to Mary Mashups after. Well, we had gone to that before. And that's when we got the. Yeah, these are out of order. Yeah. We're not talking in order, Mm-mm. which is fine. Yeah. Next, we went to Mary Mashups. We did. And, and we, we got, got some great food there. We got, we got three everything items there, there. Except yeah. for the drinks. Except for the drinks. Yeah, we didn't do the drinks. So my personal favorite, which you didn't really care for. It was good. Um, Was the, the stuffing and turkey tamale. It was good. It had a cranberry relish. Um, some like very finely chopped carrots and celery on top mm-hmm. because it is um, like a stuffing mm-hmm. and the tamale, like the and masa turkey and turkey gravy, the masa was really just stuffing wrapped around tur- uh, f- um, baked turkey. What, what am I looking for? Turkey, turkey breast, uh, baked turkey. Yeah. Like oven roasted turkey. Yeah. Yeah, so it it was basically. I wanted it to be a more like traditional like tamale taste with like the fillings in it. I didn't want the masa to taste like stuffing, so I was a that, I think that's but where I my think like they did exactly what they said. Oh, one hundred percent. But I, I in my mind it was going to go a different way, so I was that's why I was upset. But it was good. Yeah, it was very good. The 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 turkey. So here's here's a problem with tamales. And this is why I can have a higher appreciation for it because, well, I wouldn't say a higher appreciation than tamales, but they did it justice because the stuffing stayed pretty uh, moist. <sighs> the turkey was not dried out. No. The which, gravy yeah. was delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, the I could have done without was, the celo- celery, the celery and, and carrots. carrots. I understood what they were doing with it because that's what you have in stuffing traditionally um so it was kind of a a garnish almost and then so the part that really didn't do much for me was the cranberry relish Mm. i feel like it could have been a little bit more yeah but if you had taken it off i wouldn't have missed it it was so good it was delicious yeah really really interesting take on a tamale Mm -hmm. what else did they have there um we got the pork al pastor non taco which was that's non like uh, Indian bread. It was so not good. like a non taco. <laughs> it was delicious. The flavor of the pork was so, so, so good. And then there was like a, a Greek yogurt, lime, cilantro crema. Yeah. On it. And the pork Ooh. was, had a really Ooh. good spice to it. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty traditional al pastor. Um, it was good. So I, yeah, I would, I'd say check it out if you're into some good Mexican food. The problem I did have with it though, was the naan was very thick. It was, but it was And good. I feel like all of the bread items there, it's really hard to maintain cooking out of those, um, little. It's Cause they're making them in kiosks. such big batches. So, so not everything's yeah, going to so, be as fresh as you want. Yeah. So a lot of the bread items were a little bit dry to mm-hmm. me, but if you ate just the, the pork 
the filling and out the, of it. And the even the mango salsa. And for me to say that, don't I don't like, like mango. That. Uh, so if you ate just the meat and salsa, you'd still have a great meal. So for mm-hmm. all of you gluten-free friends out there, uh, get the, the al pastor with no bread and it's still yeah. going to be a great meal. Hmm. Life hacks. Life hacks. Um, and then we also got. Oh, right. We had a dessert there mm-hmm. as well. The churro's the yule churro log. The churro yule log. That was delicious. So it's like, it basically tastes like a churro without yeah. the crispity crunchity. It was, it was cakey. Yeah. So it was like a churro that doesn't rip the roof of your mouth apart. Mm-hmm. Which that's kind of like. It's part of the experience. Yeah. Like Captain Crunch. Yes. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be the same if it didn't assault you in some way. Exactly. But it was really good. The flavor was really good. It was soft. It wasn't like some like dry crumbly cake. It was good. No, it was very, very. Don't say the word. Moist. Uh, Sorry. I don't like it. But I apologize. Yes. And, the, and it was there. a really, really cute cake too. It was it cute. It had the cute way little decorations They on decorated it. it really well. So they had like little, um, there was like uh, a little, there like, little mushrooms yeah. on it. Like it was a log. Yeah, yeah, it was cute. It was cute. I liked it a lot. Again, pictures on our Instagram if you want to see what these things look yes. like. We what got a couple last... of them with some really cute pictures. Too. We did. We got we, we got, got really lucky with uh, our tables because mm-hmm. it was really busy yesterday. Yeah. And we kept finding really good spots for for eating. They, mm-hmm. uh, and so, you know, uh, they put up little stand up tables all across the uh, pathway that from has Carthay all the... to Goofy Sky School, all the way down. There's, yeah, there's tables yeah. sporadically, and you can go find. And it's nice because there's no seats, mm-hmm. so you don't get a lot of people just like lingering, s- sitting and lingering. Exactly, which is okay to do. Yeah. By the way, mm-hmm. we don't hate on those people. Sometimes I like to sit and linger. When yeah, some people hurt. have hurt feet. Mm-hmm. I've got a bad knee. Because <laughs> you're old. But I also don't sit down, so that's my own fault. Yeah. Uh, what was the last one we did? Last we did one. Winter Sliderland. Yes. So that one was that fried turkey slider. Yes. That had the cranberry slaw and it was like an herb roll. Yeah. The roll was good. I'm not a big fan of slaw. You're not. So that was meh. And the turkey was kind of dry, but it was good. It was kind of like a big chicken nugget. It was like a big chicken nugget. It was a big chicken nugget. But without the slaw, I think it would have been a really great little sandwich. Yeah. It was too much. There was a lot of slaw. So, yeah. It. Sometimes when you get a when you get a sandwich that has coleslaw on it, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty big thing in barbecue restaurants. Mm-hmm. If they go overboard on the slaw, it they're makes ruining everything that sandwich. kind of mushy. Yeah. Listen, I sound like a food reviewer. That I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It mm-hmm. was it was it was good. I, I would have liked it better without the coleslaw or with a lesser amount, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got the beef pot roast with. So this one was weird. So it was at the yeah. slider place. They didn't call it a slider. No, it was because it was on like a potato roll. Yeah. And just kind of like an it was like an open face. It looked like so they they opened up the potato roll kind of like a baked potato. Right. And it looked like a stuffed baked potato. It really did. It really did. I wonder I if that's what they were going for. Maybe. Huh. So, yeah. So, it had um, beef pot roast on it, in it. And a horseradish cream And a horseradish sauce. cream sauce, which I'm not a huge fan of horseradish, but that I liked it a lot. You did? I did. I liked the meat just by itself. The meat was... So, the meat was very similar to how the... Um, very melty. Well, a lot of the meat... All really, the meat all was the good. Meat it was, was seasoned really well. Very well seasoned, and it was, it, it was another meat that kind of melted when you ate it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I really liked that. Um, the potato roll was very dense. Very, very dense. I took a small little bite of it that I pulled off with a yeah, fork. Yeah. And that was it. Um, and another not so hot thing that we got there. <sighs> and I mean this the, literally. <laughs> it was the last thing we got. I was so looking forward to it. We had to wait 30 minutes for it because they ran out. So we sat and waited. <sighs> the warm peppermint chocolate float. And Emphasis on the warm. warm. We Not didn't, hot. We didn't expect this. So <laughs> when we were reading warm peppermint chocolate float, it sounded like it was like hot chocolate. And it, Even though it to, says warm. To there. Because <laughs> when I think warm, I'm not thinking it's going to be like lukewarm no like almost cold almost hot like and like it was, to give them like the benefit of the doubt it's warm and it's a float i should have thought about the fact that it was a float it's yeah so the name is very <sighs> literal people it is a warm peppermint chocolate float which means they put peppermint hot chocolate over ice cream which just makes it which makes it just temperature yeah. hot chocolate so like okay coffee drinkers I know you've all done it because I do it almost every day. You make a cup of coffee. You take like three, four drinks out of it. You set it on your desk. You look back an hour later and go, oh, crap, I have coffee. You pick it up and it's disgusting the second it hits your mouth. Yeah. That's what it was like. And it was so disappointing after I waited so long for it. Yeah, and I'm very sensitive to temperatures. I like my cold drinks freezing. Yes. I like my hot drinks drinks hot. hot. So to have just a... It was a lukewarm. Okay. Don't uh, do it. Sadly, we took two sips of it and threw, and it, threw away. it away. Which was so sad because I love peppermint. So the peppermint hot chocolate was so good. Like I was so excited. The couple sips I got of it when it was still hot before the ice cream completely cooled it down. Awesome. Great. Yeah. As soon as the ice cream melted it completely. Nope. It was no, not okay. Not a good one. So that was all of the food. Let's do this. Let's do the hot list. Stuffing mac and cheese. Just Stuffing only, mac and only, cheese only put, just put that on there. That's it. Stuffing mac and cheese if, for yeah. me. If you're going to go and get one thing, my opinion, stuffing mac and cheese. Which is good. I mean, you can eat mac and cheese as a meal. Yes. Uh, if you want something a little bit more hearty and something that you can be really experimental with, I would say go with the stuffing and turkey tamale. Yeah. It was really good. Um, how about the not list? Don't get that. Don't get the warm peppermint chocolate float. Don't do it to yourself. It's rude. Everything else was fine. Yeah. Everything else was like, you like try it if you want to try it. It wasn't bad. Well, I guess I can't say that about the Reuben tots because my mouth went sauerkraut. Yeah. But no, I think most of the food that we had, the chorizo queso fundido was amazing. Uh, The beef Wellington had some real promise there. If you like beef Wellington. We didn't try any of the alcoholic beverages, which I am a little bit sad about. I'm... I'm uh, I'm okay. So I don't drink much. I really wanted to do the mimosa for something flight. like that. I would I would partake. Yeah. Um. Maybe we can do that this week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll report back if we do. Yes. Um. But yeah, lots of great items. I would say if you're getting one of the items with bread, just be aware that it might it it does you're gonna fill up. It's you're gonna fill up. Yeah, and it's uh, it might be a little bit more on the. Uh, biscuity side than anything right That's yeah a good way to put it a biscuit yeah. um but all in all i had a blast it was so much it fun. was a quick fast trip 
we ate and we left. We ate really fast. Mm-hmm. I think if we had spread it out over more hours, it would have been more enjoyable for us. So mm-hmm. my advice to you is if you get to the park, give yourself the whole day during this, give yourself the day, start off with something light, um, do the desserts towards the end um, and watch out for the bread items and life hack. Find the kiosk with the shortest line. Well, before you even get into a line. Yes. Pick Go through. They have these little. Um, they have these little passports. They are the Festival of Foods passports. It tells you every single item that is at every single kiosk. You can jot them down on your phone. If you have a pen, you can write it in the little passport. And don't forget to get stamps if you get an item. <laughs> we didn't we get forgot stamps, to get stamps. We're big idiots. We're stupid. But if you make a list, you can find the kiosk with the shortest line. Order everything you want in one go. And then all you have to do is keep that receipt with you all day and you walk up to the kiosk window, hand them the receipt. They cross off the item that they have at their place and give it back to you. And then you just go about your day instead of getting into every single line, which some of them are going to be longer than others. A lot of the times the um, Bruise and Bites one is long because that's the one that has all of the beer at it. But you'll find that when you get into these lines, there's a line for the cashier which sometimes turns into a pickup line as well. Mm -hmm. But if it gets too long, it separates into two lines. Mm -hmm. So be aware when you are getting your food items, give your tickets, I'm sorry, give your tabs to the cashier and then Mm -hmm. stand in line for the food. Mm -hmm. It is two different lines. Don't get stuck in the wrong line. Also, if you do decide to go the route that we went, where we're getting all the food items we could at one time, don't be that person. We have a special term for them. Pass holes. <laughs> I was like, is he going to say Yeah, it's, it's not a bad word if you say it the right way. Uh, don't be a bad pass holder. Don't do it. Uh, if there's a long line, don't do all the items at once. But if you can, there are a few kiosks that were dead mm-hmm. at, the, at the cashier. Yeah. So if you find one where Go there's nobody in line. The very last one. Over, over by, by Golden Goofy's, Zephyr. Yeah, by Goofy Sky School, right across from there. Yeah. That line was short. That's Very where we short. ordered all of our food for yeah. the day. And, ask, and just ask the cast member if you can do it. I mean, if they say that you can, I mean, you're not hurting anybody's feelings. Yeah. And they advertise it at the kiosk. They will they, tell you that says, you can order. find the shortest. Yeah. It, they literally tell you, find the shortest yeah. line and go so pick it up at whatever just kiosk. Just be, be a good human. Be respectful of that park that you love and, and the guests that go there. Be a good and, person. And uh, be a good person. Yeah. So it just do if you do it the right way. You can get some really good cheats in that don't hurt anybody's feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was the food. There's also there's a lot more food that we did not get. There's so much they, more food. There, uh, across Disneyland and DCA, there are all kinds of churros, all kinds of desserts. Each restaurant has like at least one or two specialty items. Go to the parks. They will have a specific guide right next to the maps that is the holiday food guide. Yes. Also, if you're like me and neurotic and you want to plan ahead, you can download it from the Disneyland website and have it before you even go. That way you can pick out the things you want to get so you don't miss anything. Exactly. They've got a food guide for Disneyland and a separate food guide for Disney California Adventure. And that's completely outside of this this, uh, sip and savor Mm -hmm. deal. They also have um, the foods listed that are specialty at the hotels. 
I could give a list right now of all the places that there they especially are especially so items. So many. That would be an entire episode of yes. me listing off all of the different treats you can get. There are so, so many. Check it out. Disneyland food guide. Disney yeah. If none of this sounded guide. good to you, I bet you there is at least one other thing that we didn't mention that you would like. Yeah. So look into it. It's everywhere. Do your so, research. Yeah. Research, research, research. And we'll put a link up uh, in the show notes. Are we doing that? We're yes. doing show notes, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll do show notes. Uh, so we'll link that guide there. Coming back at you with a few amazing things. One, all new merchandise. And let me tell you, I have some big plans. So We've pretty. been talking to some really cool people who are really big on the merchandise scene who may be joining us in the next couple episodes to talk about all of the great merchandise. Yeah. And like we said in the in the uh, promo p- episode, we're not just talking about what they're selling in the parks. We have a lot of good insight on who's selling things. We on their see own. you Etsy shops. Small we businesses support small business as long as they're not going against anybody's trademarks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get into that, but uh, there is a lot of great merchandise out right now. We'll share some uh, throughout this whole journey. But for now, don't forget that if you are looking for holiday ornaments for your Christmas tree, they have ornaments everywhere right now. Uh, we found a good amount over at World of Disney in downtown Disney. Uh, they've got the entire ornament shop now in Fantasyland. It's so cute and it smells like Christmas it year round. It smells like Christmas. It's so pretty in there. Um, that's the shop you might remember had all of the ancestry stuff, the family crests, the swords, the suit of armor and all that stuff. Now it's a holiday ornament shop, which is really cool. It's, so uh, it's become a family tradition for us to pick up a, uh, an ornament in the park. Uh, our tree is going to have to get bigger and bigger every year because we're running out of room. I'm not mad at it. Nope. Uh, also, they put out a new bronze collection. It's beautiful. They've got bags. They've got backpacks. They've got really uh, cute spirit, spirit jerseys. jerseys. They've got ears. I mean, they've got a lot of merchandise in that new bronze color. And it's actually really classy. Looking. I love it. It's, it looks so good. So I was a big fan of the rose gold. But this is like another level. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's classy. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. It's, it looks like something they would have done at Club 33. Yeah. Um, I like it. So don't forget about that. Um, a lot of Christmas garb. Spirit so jerseys, ears, much. bags. They have this really cute flannel that has Mickey on it that says like Main Street Tree Farm, I think. Oh, yeah. It's so cute. Oh, it's so cute. Get it. Yeah. Everybody get it. It's adorable. Uh, yeah, so that's lot. There's a lot of uh, merchandise going on, um, and then just for the holidays, folks, this is the time to get to the parks. You're if you're a pass holder and you don't have that signature plus, this is your last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can come yeah, back. If you're listening, if this is if you're listening to this right now, you have two go. days. Go <laughs> get out of the house. Get to the call parks. in sick. Yeah, and if nobody's ha- going to miss you. Yeah, if you're not close enough, then now you can just experience it through us, mm-hmm. which is fun. We got your back. A um, lot of stuff going on. Disney Festival of Holidays. Viva Navidad over at DCA. Um, the Festival Feasting, which is what we were just talking about with the Marketplace kiosks and a bunch of stuff over at Paradise Garden Grill. They've got a Santa's Holiday Visit at Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. We're going to have some pictures of that on Wednesday on our Instagram. Uh, Wednesday or Thursday. And then they've got uh, Mater's been. I'm really a fan of what they do with Mater's uh, Junkyard Jamboree. They turn that into a themed uh, attraction during Christmas and during um, Halloween. 
So during Christmas, it is Mater's Jingle Jamboree. And then also Luigi's over in uh, Cars Land is Luigi's Luigi's Joy to the World. Get it? That's so cute. Joy to the World. Over at Disneyland, they obviously have the Christmas Fantasy Parade because that's a thing. And it's so cute. It's cute. It holds up. It really holds up. Um, It's a timeless parade. Um, and then they've got Believe in Holiday Magic Fireworks. If you want to cry your eyes out for cry. a little bit. <laughs> That's something about the fireworks that all, they, they <sighs> always accomplish. They always get a, a yes. tear out of me. Yes. I'm a big softie, though. You are. Mm. You're a crier. And then uh, they do the It's a Small World Holiday Lighting, which whether you like that attraction or not, it's so a cute. beautiful lighting. It's and then they also so have cute. Small World Holiday, which uh, is inside. And then, as always, uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday. Mm-hmm. But at both parks, they've got holiday goodies. Uh, they've got a save on stays package going on. You can check out on their website. Um, and then they also have a holiday time at the Disneyland Resort Tour, which you probably can't book anymore. So let's take that part out. <laughs> probably. Um, but at both parks, they have tons of holiday goodies so keep an eye out for that mm-hmm. oh and don't forget haunted mansion yes january 20th it's your last day to ride mansion it will still have its holiday overlay but it'll be your last time to ride it for about two months they're gonna be closing it down for a big refurbishment so they're keeping holiday there until the 20th and then closing it down? Yes. Because so that's normal. Norm- normally they close it for like two, three weeks to take down to the holiday over, overlay. Right. Um, from what I read, the holiday overlay causes a bit of damage on the inside and the outside. So they're closing it down for a couple months, refurbing everything. It's going to be all nice. Brand, well, brand nice. spanking new. Brand spanking haunted. Yes. Well, that's so, awesome. Uh, get in your rides while you can. Yeah, do that. That's going to be two whole January months. January 20th. January 20th is your last you day to ride. You have warned. Well, I think on that note, this is one of my favorite things that we added. Yay. So every week we're going to give you a new quote from the man himself. Mm-hmm. The reason for all of this, Walter Elias Disney. So this week, I felt this was kind of fitting because over the past... What? Year and a half, maybe? Yeah. We've had some hard times. It's been a struggle. Yeah, we've had a lot of stuff go wrong uh, over the past year and a half. And, um, you know, we've put a lot of things that we wanted to do off to the side on the back burner and just kind of, I don't know, we were just kind of living day to day and Mm -hmm. hoping that everything would go well. Well, things finally turned around and one of the big things that we had to give up when things got rough was our annual passes. But in June, we got our passes back and we've been going almost almost every weekend. We missed a couple because of the reservations and all that. But we've been going pretty heavy uh, compared to what it had been over the past couple of years. So because of that, uh, we've been we've had kind of a new outlook on life. And I've been working on a couple concepts for podcasts. And I was thinking what would be more fun than to talk about something that I'm so passionate about and so uh, thrilled with every time I get to go and something that's been such a big part of our life over the past seven years Mm -hmm. uh, since we've, you know, you and I've been going, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Disneyland has been a big part of my life. If you didn't listen to the intro episode, the the promo episode, uh, we talk a little bit about how we came to be such big Disney files Mm -hmm. and uh, our relationship and how much Disneyland has impacted us. 
Um, but over the past just few weeks, I've been thinking, I really want to do something for myself. I work a lot and I put a lot of work, a lot of hours in and uh, I let it, I dedicate a lot of my time to other people and I wanted to do something for me. And this podcast is kind of the product of that. And it came up out of nowhere. We did it really quick, really fast and dirty. Uh, and we, I'm just, we're dedicating ourselves to telling the world about our experience and what we know about the parks and tips and tricks and everything that we can possibly fit into about an hour every week. Um, and so again, I thought it'd be pretty fitting to use this quote because it's really true to what we've been going through lately. Really great word of advice. So from the man himself, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. And I've done just that over the past couple of weeks. You really have. So have you. We've been doing it together. So uh, on that note, we want to thank you so much for joining on this great, amazing new adventure of ours. If you have any comments, questions, or any stories you may want to share with our audience, we would love to hear them. So please hit us up on our Instagram. You can find us at Magic on Main Pod. And also make sure to subscribe, leave a review and help us spread some magic by sharing our little podcast with the Disney lovers in your lives. On behalf of Tabitha, Daniel, little Kenzie, Scar the Kitten and myself, thank you so much for listening to the Magic on Main Street podcast. See you real soon. Savor the challenge and promise of the future.